back to Nostalgia Entertainment System, the show about remembering things. I'm your host, Josh. I am your other host, Paul. Ah, beautifully said, as always. Thank you. You're really, you're, that, that's like the most rehearsed part of this show. Well, I like to think that you and I spend a lot of time rehearsing for this show because we want to polish it and make sure it's really good for our listeners. Mm, we like to think that. Yeah, but in reality, <laughs> no. no, 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 no. We have a special guest today, though. Are you going to go right into it? I well, I would like to. I'd like to get him into cut, it. Cut, cut, uh, oh, cut. Oh, this it. is all bullshit. <laughs> you guys, we got to restart. I'm the executive producer. I've been getting a lot of flack that I don't do anything <laughs> around here. That's why I'm putting my foot down and I'm saying that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, Mister Divine. That's sir. right. All right, we could continue now. I think I've proven myself wait you want us to cut that out but you so we just continue I mean, you don't want us to redo it you don't actually have to cut it out i was just i just needed to show nostalgia entertainment system see uh we're appealing to a wider audience now i that was my idea nostalgia entertainment system mayamo josh imeyamo paul bonjour uh Welcome. To- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're here with uh, our executive producer, Joe Devine. Hi, hey. Joe. Hey. How's it going? Joe, how the hell are you? I'm pretty good. I'm on my favorite podcast right now. Wow. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, we should be quiet so you can record <laughs> that. <Yeah. laughs> I can't believe you got on the Hollywood handbook. <laughs> this, yeah. I thought you were going to say that. You should, we should be quiet so he can listen to it. <laughs> oh, boy. It's good to have you back. Yeah, it's good to be back. Mm, yep. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think. I don't remember the last time you were on here by yourself. I know we had you on with uh, Brandon mm-hmm. um, Carsi. Casket. Brandon Casket. <laughs> and... Uh, couldn't remember the the time before that. Have you recorded a solo episode here in the studio yet? Uh, I don't think so. Wow. wow. Well, here it is. Yeah, here it is. I think probably last time was like YouTube or something. Mm, a YouTube something. episode, huh? Yeah. Mm. Huh? I don't know. But uh, it's good to be back, let nice. me tell you. Uh, we just got back from uh, the old watering hole, loosened yep. our lips, and now we're ready to sink some ships. <laughs> That's true. I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the first sink that we should chip is it's the Thanksgiving week. Yeah. Oh, fuck. You know what that means. <laughs> I, we should have a Thanksgiving song. We should. Could you... Well, this might be illegal. I don't know. Uh, could we get... Uh, could we just play a clip of Adam Sandler's... Thanksgiving song? He has a Thanksgiving song? I don't even know what that what? is. You guys You're don't know what the Thanksgiving song from Adam Sandler? 
No. I'm thinking of Eight Crazy Nights. <laughs> At, the Thanksgiving song from Adam Sandler, the person? Yeah. You're making it sound like there's a movie called Adam Sandler. Okay, by Adam Sandler. Okay. Thank I you can't for using the correct word. Don't know the Thanksgiving song. No, I don't know this. Written and performed by comedian Adam Sandler. Huh. I've probably heard it, but I don't remember it. Okay. Well, literally everybody else. I'm going to take that again. Cut. <laughs> Paul, you're going to have to do this again. Literally everybody else in the world, you'll know what I'm talking about. All right. And Paul's going to sing some of it. Well, I don't really remember the words. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Joe, that's... what are your thoughts on Thanksgiving foods? You were mentioning earlier that you're not a big fan of the holiday itself, but what about the food? Josh, uh, can I make a request real quick before Joe gets into it? Do you want to hear the Thanksgiving song? No, I <laughs> want. I think we should pull up the old the the old tier list. Oh, okay. We, I can probably dig that up. There was, and Joe, you of course know, this is a regular oh, yeah. listener of the pod. There was a, after we did our own tier list for Thanksgiving last year, we would ask every guest for months afterward what their own Thanksgiving tier list was. And uh, I just think it'd be fair to bring that sucker up now so that we can compare and contrast. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got some scrolling to do here to try and find it. It was I, a long time ago. I don't really like Thanksgiving. And part of that is I don't really like Thanksgiving food that much. I like mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes and are great. Well, sure. So that's usually what I make. I got a pretty fancy-ass recipe for them. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Turkey. Turkey's fine. Gravy's really good. Mm. But I'd rather just have like some biscuits and sausage gravy if I'm, I don't know. It's mm. it's it's fine. It's just there's never been anything like really especially especially <laughs> fun about Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's just like it's a day. It's I got to go do this one thing on this day. You know, all, all right. these beige foods. They are beige. They are. Foods. Mm-hmm. They do live in that very specific corner of like the color spectrum. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Here's a, a little refresher. Uh, this was a uh, joint tier list between myself and Paul. Mm-hmm. If you want to know the full context, just go listen to that episode. Very fun episode where we, great. of course, put a variety of Thanksgiving foods into a tier list. Yeah, Joe, uh, just based on what you see here, but do you agree? I know that you don't really like it, but I'm curious like, if there's ones that you like the least or if there's ones that you're like, fuck this one. I know you said mashed potatoes are good. That one got in the godlike tier for us. Oh, That's yeah. For, for specifically, Paul. Because it's one of my favorite foods. If you do want to see this tier list, you can look up. Uh, we posted this on Twitter exactly one year ago, November 23rd, 2020. One year ago as of uh, this recording. And if you want to hear Paul, Paul ask me this exact same question, you can listen to the episode that I was on after the Thanksgiving but I'm going <laughs> to rehash it because I think it's interesting. Because, uh, especially because I find it very interesting. I definitely agree with mashed potatoes being at the top, tippity toppity of the list. Cheesecake is a weird one. I love cheesecake, but yeah, I've never had it for Thanksgiving. That that seems to be the consensus. That's a I consensus. Think. I, yeah. don't, I don't understand. But I think it, it should be a thing. I, and it is great. Like, good cheesecake is great. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Um, and then other than that, I mean, you got on the S tier, you got them rolls. That's pretty good. Green Bay casserole is pretty good. Pumpkin pie is good. I think it should be swapped with apple pie just because apple mm. pie is better, but pumpkin mm. pie is more Thanksgiving-y. Joe, have you had apple pie with cheddar cheese? No. I have not either, but I, I, w- I would like to try it. I would it. like to try it as well. I've, uh, I was listening to Doughboys today, and they were talking about that exact same thing, mm-hmm. and the responses were overwhelmingly... Well, the responses were positive when I was not expecting them to be. I'm pretty sure I, it might not have been a pumpkin pie. It might have been like an apple pie or something. But I was just watching an episode of MasterChef not too long ago where they put cheese on some kind of pie like that. Mm. And Gordon Ramsay was like, what the fuck, you fucking donkey? <laughs> <laughs> Did he say it that coyly as well? Yeah. He's like, you donkey muppet. <laughs> Mm. Um, but yeah, that's a thing. Yeah, for yeah, pumpkin pie. No apple, apple pie. pie. Putting a slice of cheese on apple pie. I'm surprised you haven't heard of that. I I would have if I knew anybody who I thought had done that. I would have pegged you for the apple pie. It's as cheese. American I, as putting marshmallows on your sweet potatoes. I which that I okay cheese on apple pie. I can get behind more than. <laughs> marshmallows on sweet potatoes because sweet potatoes are already sweet. You don't need to make them sweeter. Agreed. I don't I don't want to tell that to the south. I know. Which I think is who made this tier list. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of very uh southern things on this tier list. Oh, mm-hmm. so this was all pre-populated. Yeah, I just found it on uh, tiermaker.com. I thought you guys like specifically picked cheesecake. As a Thanksgiving food. No, it was already it was on, on here. The list. But oh. I put it up top because I love gotcha. cheesecake. And I did have it at Thanksgiving's. Nice. Yeah, but I, I could see cheese with apple pie just in like that oh, interplay between sweet and savory. I'm a big fan <laughs> of. I like to put uh, I like my cookies to be a little salty. I I agree with that. And I but. I mean I love apples and cheese and crackers and cheese. Yeah. And I will often, if I'm having like a little charcuterie board at home, I'll, I'll cut up some apples and I'll cut up some cheese and have some crackers. Mm-hmm. So it makes sense to me as well to put apple pie with cheddar cheese. You know what you should do on, just to kick it up a notch mm. more is you got apples, you got cheese. The only thing you're missing is some pork. I I do have some salami in there often. Yeah. Some dry salami. Oh, yeah. In your apple pie? Oh. <laughs> I thought you were talking about a charcuterie oh, board no. still. <laughs> no, I'm saying I... in the apple pie, you already have part of the charcuterie board. You got the cheese and the apples. I see. I see. That, I guess that... pork, I'm more thinking of like pork and apples go good together. It, it's starting to get very close to like, like a British pie. And then you got to put your green olives and your grain mustard <laughs> and your, uh, your fried okra, your bougie wine in there. You got a pie. That's a pie, on. baby. <laughs> Put them all in together. You got a stew. As American as the day is long, mm-hmm. which these days is not very. Mm-mm. So, Joe, would you say that your favorite pie is apple pie, or is there other pies that you like better? Disregarding um, Thanksgiving, whatever's yeah. on the list. Apple pie is the only pie I will consume. A pumpkin pie, sometimes I'll eat, but really the only pie that I like is pump, uh, apple pie. Really? really? Yeah. Wow. Not a fan of like cream pies, like coconut cream pie, chocolate cream pie, no. Boston cream pie. No. No. Too, 
Too much. Mm. Interesting. Too much. Wow. Mm. Yeah. We both, that is the most engaged we've ever been with a guest, ever. <laughs> the fact that they only like apple pie. I've never heard us both respond so, like, enthusiastically. And quickly. Yeah. We're just like, wait, we got to get to the bottom of this. Everything else we're kind of like, oh, whatever, let's make a dumb joke. But no, we've got to get to the bottom of Joe's pie preferences. I I'm heartily agree with you on your ranking of the pecan pie, though, which you have near the bottom of the list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I am curious about uh, what's going on, uh, something else going on at the bottom of this list, which is biscuits. Well, is at the bottom, but rolls are at the top. So... Part of this list was, so we found this list, right? So we didn't put anything on here. We just organized it. So the a lot of the bottom things, especially the zero, um, except for cranberry sauce, everything else was things that we were like, this is food that is not regularly found at our Thanksgivings. Ham is. Not at ours. Not at ours. It is. <laughs> you, you probably just don't remember. Ham was a Christmas time food for me. I don't like ham. Mm. I think ham is one of... Josh is pointing to me. (laughs) Don't like ham. I don't like ham. (laughs) I don't like ham. (laughs) Uh, No, I think ham is the worst pork product. Yeah, it's not great. There are, like, of all the parts of a pig to eat, ham is the worst preparation or part of it. The only thing that's nice about it is you can just go into the fridge and be like, oh, I'm hungry. And I, what, oh, there's some ham. I could just eat that and I don't even have to do anything. That is a good, a great point. Mm. But I can go for any deli meat that's in your fridge. I do that that's with salami true. and pepperoni, that's... cheese. Yeah. That's not a meat. My but favorite it's... deli meat. <laughs> cheese. <laughs> uh, <laughs> turkey. Uh, so turkey's great, but only dark meat. Like, yeah, only dark meat. I agree. I, well, I've... Turkey only got that far up because I insisted that we think of it as a well done, the best turkey a we well can imagine. Made turkey, mm. and I wanted to put it higher because good turkey is very good, but it's more often than not not done well. Yeah. I want yeah. to try a deep fried turkey so bad. Yeah, I too. really want to know what that's like. My mom gets a smoked turkey oh. from like the Amish or whatever we got here. Hutterites. Uh, yeah, Hutterites. Um, also, fun fact, I found out that uh, Mennonites are uh, refer to themselves, at least in some areas, as beachy Amish. Beachy? Like, beachy. Like from the beach? Yeah. That's great. I uh, love that. Yeah, kind of like, whoa, we're the, heck, Amish. We're the loose wow. Amish, yeah. dude. We got cell phones. Whoa, we got cell phones, but we still put porn blockers on them. <laughs> we got cell phones and shoelaces. Yeah. Um, Buttons and clasps. But a, a smoked turkey is really the only turkey that I would ever need. That sounds pretty good. So much better. I would be interested. So much better. And doing something like that as well. I think any, it's probably just any turkey that is prepared outside of an oven is probably going to be better than an oven turkey. Well, mm-hmm. an oven turkey can be done well. I mean, if you if you like piece out the turkey and brine it and everything, it can be really, really good still and maintain a lot of those juices. I also heard from somebody recently, a regular at work was telling me about um, cooking a turkey upside down so that juices flow into the breast which helps keeps the white meat hmm. uh, moist 
How juicy. Do you keep all the blood from rushing your head. That's true. Yeah, that'll help too. Mm, interesting. But no, how do you? How do I do that? Keep it from all the blood from rushing your head if you're cooking it upside down. Well, it's some some say, and I'm not saying this is me. Some say that it's worth it to have the blood rushed into your head. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I I don't know if that's true. I could buy it. Yeah. But a vampire was the one who told me about that. So <laughs> I don't think they have to worry about that. Yeah. Do vampires have blood? Uh, they or is that why they drink it? They well, have yeah. it. Yeah, they have it when they eat it. Okay. It's in their tummies. Okay. Okay. It's you guys like, don't need to shout. Does Paul have mashed potatoes? Mm, he does when he eats it. That's a good point. Mm. When it's in For his tummy. For a little while. Yeah. For a little while. Yeah, okay. Okay. What are your, uh, just because it's at the bottom of our list, do you have any thoughts about corn on the cob? I like it. But I've never had it for Thanksgiving. And it's, yeah, you just, corn on the cob's great. You just get some butter and some salt and some pepper. I'd rather just eat the corn. No. I don't need it on the no, cob. No, corn on the plate and not on the cob. Fucking Z tier. <laughs> corn on the cob is so much better. I, I actually agree with that. And now I, I'm kind of like looking through our, the list up there. And I kind of, I feel like I have some edits. And I, I, I probably brought these up when we did it. Maybe. Um, but I don't know. I think cranberry sauce and corn on the cobs should be switched. Yeah, cranberry sauce sucks. I don't like cranberry sauce. And I, I like mm. to mix some uh, sweet and savory, but I don't want cranberry sauce on my turkey. I know some people do that. I don't Ugh. know. Have you ever had a non-canned cranberry sauce? I have not. Yeah, I have. Mm. And I don't. I still don't think it's you worth know, it. You know, I really do, and I might, I might have mentioned it on that episode, I really like... Um, the Doc Holiday at Doc Sandwich Shop, mm-hmm. and they have cranberry sauce uh, and turkey and stuffing and whatever else on that sandwich. Sure. And I think that goes all together very nicely. But I, I just, I can't do just cranberry sauce. I don't know what it is. I like cranberry juice, and I'll drink that just fine. But there's something about just like the lack of like. That's why you don't have any urinary sugar. infections. Mm. That's true. I've got a healthy bladder. Yeah. I've never had cranberry sauce, but I hate it. Wait, you've never even tried it? No. What? I don't think so. Oh, Joe, you got to try it. Mm-mm. I mean, just take a tasting bite. No. Well, is there any foods that you know that you, well, I'm going to say no in quotes here, that you know you don't like, Josh, but that I've never, never tried? tried? Green olives. Oh. Okay. I don't like black olives or any kind of olive. Why would I like the green one? Because they're more bitter. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was, uh, when I was in Nashville with PJ... Um, former guests on the pod, um, we got a charcuterie board at a bar that we went to and it came with some green olives and I, I don't really like olives, but I did, I ate a couple of them because I, I, I like to try things even if I think I didn't like them because there are things that I've evolved on. And so I tried to have the green olives and I, I didn't, I really didn't care for them. So I didn't keep eating them, but, um, they're heart healthy. Are they? Mm-hmm. That seems weird because they're so salty. Yeah, they're salty. Although, I don't know if that's from like, it might just be like the vinegary. I don't know if yeah, they like salty. Yeah, are they like added salt? Is it like a natural uh, salt kind yeah. of thing? I don't know. It's probably added because I think they're just like unpalatably bitter if you just like eat an olive by itself. Like hmm. that's not in a brine or pickle or pickling hmm. liquid or whatever, but- um, yeah, they're also like very fatty. 
Mm, so, okay. but it's like, like maybe some good fats in there. Yeah, I think so. I've Googled several times throughout my life. Is eating a bunch of olives bad for you? Because <laughs> <laughs> I eat a lot of olives hmm. sporadically. I go through phases. But. Mm. This actually kind of leads me to another question, which I've been asking some people, and I'm I'm always intrigued by the answers. Do you guys wake up in the middle of the night and eat snacks? No. Like, do you ever have a literal midnight snack? I have literal midnight snacks like every night, but but I that, eat them you, right not like after you've bed. gone to sleep. Mm-mm. No. Once I'm in bed, I'm in bed. The only time I would get up out of bed is to go to the bathroom, and that's if I really need to go to the bathroom. I don't want to have to get up and like, I don't want to have to get up and return and have to go through the whole process again of trying to get back to sleep. Mm, yeah, sure. It takes me a long time to mm-hmm. fall asleep. But I will always have something to eat in bed right before I go to bed. In bed. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. And for the past probably like six months, it's been three slices of cheese, usually like a Mature cheddar, um, three slices of cheese, and uh, some like some sort of charcuterie meat, like mm. uh, prosciutto or genoa wow. or uh, look at this guy, whatever. And I wow. get the cheap shit from Winco, and then I, uh, I have been buying some of the salami for Winco, and I I found a big bag of that dry genoa salami, and yeah. I'm like, fuck you. Yes. Yeah. It's so good. And then um, olives, green olives. And I get, so I get my three pieces of cheese. And then the ratio for the meat is either if it's like, you know, like a salami or a Genova or Genova or whatever it's called. Yeah, Genova. Uh, it's two little circles of that per slice of cheese. If it's prosciutto, it's one slice of prosciutto per cheese. Because it's so rich. Mm-hmm. And then no crackers though. No crackers. Um, nope. And sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted. I'll put you. yeah, I'll put the meat on the cheese. And recently, I've been putting mustard on it because I made some homemade uh, like grain mustard. Tim, you're putting homemade <laughs> mustard in yeah. your bed. And then and then <laughs> that's so here's, the funniest thing you could bring into your bed ever. Here's the thing: is all right. So you put the uh, you put the mustard. Well, I I put the mustard on the cheese like beforehand so it's all on the plate and then i take it to bed and then i like eat it and, and the this way is that i so eat it foreign to me i've i'd never ever <laughs> eaten it ever with each slice of cheese is very specific it's in total it is eight bites and so i'll take two bites and there i've eaten a quarter of that piece of cheese i get some of the meat i get some of the mustard uh quarter's done i eat an olive Boom. Eat wow. another two bites, which is another quarter. Eat another olive. So it's four olives per quarter of slice of cheese. So in total, Wait, four I need olives to give... per quarter slice of cheese? No, That's four... like 16 no, olives <laughs> for a slice of cheese. Four olives per slice of cheese. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. And because I, one per quarter of <laughs> slice of cheese. And then I'll usually give myself one extra and either eat that one extra one at the very beginning or the very end. Wow. And I love how this. methodical. And if this I, have, is, I love this. This is so interesting to me. And then I'm not I, even kidding. If I have cookies, because I've been home making some uh, chocolate chip cookies, which are so fucking good. Hell yeah. Oh my God. They're amazing. Um, Do you let yourself eat the dough? 
No, because I want the cookies. Okay. Wow. That's, um, I mean, that's, I'm impressed with your, yeah. you staying strong. And so I'll eat a cookie after all that. And some, if I have milk, which I only buy if I need it for cooking or baking, or then I'll also have milk with the cookie. Wow. Do you leave the lights on while you eat this? Um, I leave the lights on the whole night. <laughs> no, I have like a, a just a little lamp on my uh, bedstand. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I that is very and interesting. And I have my oh, laptop on my uh, lap lap while I'm doing this. I'm watching MasterChef or I'm watching Futurama. All right. I have these shows that I watch. <laughs> and then when do you, I finish, do you time your bites to certain parts of the TV show. Also, no. But I do usually try to have my. Uh, I'll, I'll go into the bathroom. I'll grab my little uh, melatonin lozenge and pop it in my mouth so that it has time to dissolve while I'm getting all of my meat and cheese and olives mm. ready. So by the time that I get into bed, I only have to wait like a minute for the rest of it to dissolve and then I can start eating this stuff. And then when I finish all that, maybe a cookie, maybe some milk. Then the laptop shifts to the pillow next to me because I'm alone. And then I boop, lay on my side. You poop? <laughs> I boop, Paul. It's the Joe sound when you shift. <laughs> it's the sound when you shift from sitting up in bed to going on your side so you can watch a, the last of your television show before you go to bed. Wow. And this is what I do every night. Interesting. I, I legitimately really like to see like people's like, <laughs> like sometimes the way that they eat certain foods or like their pre bedtime ritual, mm -hmm. because like, like this, like I really like that yours is like very methodical and you like really think it through. Cause there are things that I do that with as well. And sometimes I think, oh no, I'm a total crazy person, <laughs> but I'm glad that other, other people do that as well. Yeah. And I mean, it changes with the seasons, you know? Oh, sure. Well, you don't want to get bored of yeah. doing something. So I totally get that. But now I want to hear your guys's like, uh, anything interesting about before you go to bed. Hmm. I would say, so I, mine has kind of come about the last couple of years. I normally eat dinner around. I kind of, even though I don't more often than not, I'm not working a night, but I do often work nights as well. So I will eat dinner at about 10 o'clock or 11. Mm-hmm. So I will eat dinner. I try to have something easy. <laughs> yeah, <I'll eat> dinner <laughs> at 10 or 11 a.m. I'll try to eat something easy. I like to plan for having leftovers. Mm -hmm. If I don't have leftovers, I'll have like a sandwich. Um, but yeah, like pizza or soup or I have a lot of lasagna right now mm -hmm. that I'm going through. That's some prime stuff. But otherwise, I'll have like a sandwich and then a glass of, or I'll drink out of my water bottle and then I'll uh, watch like a half hour of TV usually like scrubs or something like that. Um, and then I will floss, brush my teeth, watch another half hour of TV, use some mouthwash, and then I will go to bed. Okay. That's my nightly routine most nights. Did you say TV, mouthwash, TV, bed? TV, brush my teeth, TV, mouthwash, bed. Oh, okay. That makes much more sense. Because mm -hmm. okay. I, I heard that you're supposed to wait... 20 to 30 minutes after you've eaten before you brush your teeth. So you're not just like brushing food particles back into your teeth. Mm. And the last time I went to the dentist, I had zero cavities, which was like a first for me ever in my entire life. 
And hmm. you heard this on Infowars.com? Yeah, Alex Jones is my dentist, and he told me this <laughs> very specifically. He also told me not to get a vaccine, so I haven't done that yet. Um, any of them. When you, uh, that seems like a pretty normal, like, well-adjusted human beings uh, bedtime thing to do. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Um, when you said that I'm going through a lot of lasagna right now, it just <laughs> made me like think of like, just you should say that like people say like, I'm just going through a lot of stuff right now. <laughs> I just, I'm just going through a lot of lasagna right now. <laughs> I mean, this is, so I, I recently moved into an apartment by myself and I have not, I, not by yourself. I'm sorry. My I have my dog, mm -hmm. but my dog does not share my lasagna. Mm. But I have never. So I made a lasagna a week ago today, exactly. And I've made lasagna before, but I have never been the only person eating said lasagna. Mm. And there is so much lasagna <laughs> for one person because that's not a like. It's very rare. We'll have two pieces of lasagna in one sitting. Yeah. That's almost unheard of. It's yeah. also rare that I will have two pieces of lasagna in one day. Mm -hmm. that's a, it's it's a heavy food and I love my lasagna. Um, but man, it's it's hard going through lasagna <laughs> as a single man. I see why <laughs> single guys don't eat lasagna by themselves. Mm -hmm. mm. I feel you yeah. with the, just getting through a lot of the same food. Cause well, you, and you, you don't want to go, you don't want to let it go bad no, because you it's, can't. you've, put time and effort and you've paid good money for this and it's good, mm -hmm. but it, at the same time, you don't want to eat the same thing every day yeah. <laughs> for a really long time. Mm -hmm. All right, Josh, let's hear uh, some of your bedtime rituals and, uh, and stuff. Well, after hearing both of yours, I feel like I need to adopt a ritual. I oh, don't yeah. have one. Like I have, I have nightly habits, which is just brushing my teeth. Mm -hmm. Like that's it. I make, like I make a point to brush my teeth every night. And I, I it, as much as it pains me to like, I'm already in bed, but I have to get out of bed and go to the bathroom and brush my teeth. Or like I'm in, I'm in front of my computer, I'm playing Final Fantasy. All right, I got to get up and I got to brush my teeth because if I don't do it now, I'm going to be upset at myself later because I'm going to be too tired to do it. It's like the only thing that I am habitual about at night is brushing my teeth. Uh, but I feel like I should adopt some sort of ritual because maybe that'll help me go to bed. I think so. Because my evenings will consist of like... I don't know. We usually eat dinner somewhat early-ish. We eat dinner at like five or six o'clock. I think that's a normal dinner time. Yeah, probably. Um, and then I, and then like the rest of the night, I'm just like watching stuff on TV or I'm working on projects or I'm in front of my computer playing video games. And I will just do that until I just kind of decide arbitrarily. I think I should probably go to bed. And that's usually around like midnight. And then it's just go to bed and then it's like, oh, it's going to take me so long to fall asleep. I'm going to pull out my phone and maybe that'll help me go to sleep. It doesn't, but I'll watch some stuff on my phone and then eventually I my eyes will start to get a little heavy and then it's like, all right, I'm going to try and fall asleep and that's it. Mm -hmm. So I don't have a ritual, but I feel like I should try and adopt one. But I don't know. I don't, I don't. I think, I, it's, I think it's very helpful, honestly. It probably is. The thing is, I have very little self-discipline. Like I am very bad at internally telling like I need external factors to force me to do something. I do you can't want me to call you and tell you to do it. Uh, no, that's not enough. Um, because there needs to be consequences, right? I'll come over. I'll fucking spank your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I'll 
I'll bend you over my knee. He said consequences, not yeah, not a reward. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like I like I I I'm trying to be better about just like I I need to wake up at early and do these things. But I haven't better I haven't getting better about like waking up at normal times. Like I get up at like eight o'clock, eight thirty. That's earlier than I wake up. Um, so I've been really good about doing things like that. But everything else, like no discipline. Well, don't adopt my thing because I don't like I do this thing pretty much every night but it does not happen at the same time every <laughs> night so sometimes I'm like you know I try to be like all right I should get in bed by 11 because then I'll fall asleep by like midnight or one and usually a lot of the times that doesn't happen or like I'll get in bed and then I'll read and then I'll fall asleep or whatever but um a lot of the times it's just like oh god like i stayed up like watching this show or playing this game or whatever until like oh it's one o'clock and then i'm like i should go to bed and it's like oh but i still have to like get (laughs) out the cheese cut the cheese but there is but there is something i think about like skip that but i think there is something there despite it not happening at the same time there is, I think, probably like a like a mental thing about like you telling yourself it's time to wind down. Oh yeah. I don't have that. It's just I think I should be done. And it's just put on the brakes, go to bed, and then it just like takes me so long to fall asleep. Like mm-hmm. I don't have mm-hmm. I don't have something that is telling my brain or telling my body it's like, okay, time to wind down now and go to bed. I just just stop and then it's like, oh, that's I shouldn't have done that. Now I'm just in bed and it's three AM. You do melatonin? I have. It is kind maybe I should just take like half of one because it's too much. Mm. Like I I've 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 taken you'll it. Ha- you'll it, have crazy dreams for a while. Well, it's it's not that, but it's like I will wake up at 10 a.m., which is way later than I want to wake up, and I will be so groggy mm, and I yeah. can't get up. Yeah, that I mean that that so. That happens with me too, but that this is gonna happen regardless of Yeah. I, I did melatonin for a while and it did not make me sleep any better. I didn't yeah. feel any better. It's uh yeah, it, it's kind of a very I don't know, like subtle sleep aid. And I feel like there's a very specific window after taking it where it's like you better fall asleep here because if you don't, like it's just gonna make it even harder or something. I don't mm. know. It's weird. I, I'm always nervous about, I mean, I, I have, thankfully I have a very, most of the time I have a pretty easy time falling asleep, but I'm also nervous of ever taking any sleep aids because I don't want to have to take the sleep aid. Mm-hmm. And I, I know, even in my mind, if I started doing that, I would think, oh, I have to do this now, even if I didn't actually. That is the thing with like melatonin where it really doesn't seem to make that much of a difference to help me fall asleep, but it's like just kind of, like I said, subtle, but it's one of those things where it's like, if I don't take it, it's like, I kind of realize, oh, maybe that was, maybe that's not doing anything. Cause like it definitely, it was pretty easy to fall asleep without that, mm-hmm. but uh, I don't know. But yeah, I, I fall fe- asleep without melatonin. <laughs> oh yeah. But I feel like, uh, yeah, for other sleep aids, they can definitely be habit-forming. 
<laughs> that look that you, <laughs> that you gave me when you said habit forming was legitimately very mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> well, should we take a break? Let's take a little break. Yeah. Tina. Josh, let me in. It's the middle of the night. I'll be quiet. Please. Oh, thank you. I gotta have some of this. And our microwave's broke. Sometimes you gotta have the Mac. Craft Easy Mac for the hot, cheesy taste they love. Mm. Get them the Mac. Sheila, this tastes so good. I'm glad you like it. Need a snack? Snack the Mac! Well, hey, welcome back to our episode with Joe. Ooh. Joe, 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 everybody. (laughs) Joe, I have a question for you. Time Mm. for Joe's Uh episode. Epijode. <laughs> mm, I don't like that. <laughs> Joe, a question for you. Mm. What was your favorite toy growing up? Mm, my favorite toy. I mean, like video games. No, not vi- toy. <laughs> my favorite. Your favorite so- non-electronic. No batteries. <sighs> not a virtual no in. rubber ducky. Oh, just an old pigskin. <laughs> I like how you gave him the caveat, no batteries. There's lots of toys that need batteries, and I don't want to hear about them. It's it's hard because it's like you go through phases of like a favorite toy. That's true. Like, uh, you know those little Nerf balls that you throw that have the little tail and then they whistle when oh, you throw yeah. them good? Like, that's a good one that's like, that's been fun from day one to day now. Yeah, but was it your favorite? No, it wasn't my favorite. But I like but the you, idea that we have an episode where we just ask Joe questions, and I would like it if other people wanted to ask Joe questions too. <laughs> okay, please email us. We'll do this again sometime, and just email us at nostalgia system podcast. Yeah, at, at gmail.com and just ask us questions that you want us to ask Joe, and we'll do it in another uh, episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Joe. Just uh, producers note that did take ten takes to get. Paul to get it right, and so as a producer, I had to step in, and I went through and cut out all this bad takes. So he did give me a massage. I'm, I'm working to help. Me <laughs> I'm working, <laughs> but he is um, working. Yeah, I don't know. Hard favorite toy, hard thing. Like yo-yos were really cool for a while. They were uh, cool, but was it your favorite? I don't know. It's a hard like, question to to try to remember. I mean, like even if you have multiple favorites, the one that came to mind, and it was. By no means my favorite toy, but it was just, like, one that is so striking to me for some reason was, like, um, you guys remember, like, Stretch Armstrong, like, the concept? I I never Mm -hmm. had a Stretch Armstrong, but I had this toy that was basically the same thing. It's just that weird, like, mushy, like sandy stuff inside with like yeah. plastic that you can just stretch out which and then, stretch arm from was like an action figure that you could just like yeah. pull on his arms and like go way out and like mm-hmm. you just fuck with him and and then you can like release the pressure and it just goes like back into like a floppy little mess but mine was just this like I don't even know what he was like half alien half Frankenstein but he was just this red guy and he just looked so like 
angry and in pain <laughs> and he just had like this weird like kind of helmet slash Frankenstein thing on his head and he just looks so angry and I just remember oh, like huh. being like this is a weird toy but I'm so fond of it. <laughs> <laughs> was it like a Ben 10 alien or something? Because some no. of those kind of are, are weird looking. It was just the generic like. Oh like a dollar store kind of thing own, maybe? Maybe. I, mm. It seemed like the quality was kind of all right. It did get punctured at some point. But it was a toy that was at my dad's house. So it was only a dad's house toy. It wasn't a mom's house toy. Mm. Like if you brought it to your mom's house, would she be like, absolutely That has to. (laughs) You got to keep that outside. (laughs) You know what I said about that thing? No, it's just I never thought to bring it because I didn't really like it that much. It's just I've been thinking about it a lot lately. Mm. Do you guys have favorite toys? I, I mean, I also had, like, phases of favorite toys. Mm-hmm. So I had, like, I had some matchbox cars that I loved to, like, crash oh, together. Yeah. Those were fun. I had a, an action figure of, it might have been Iron Man, but this was pre-Robert Downey Jr. Iron Man. Mm. Um, but it was an action figure where, you know, like, very typical, just, like, suit like superhero pose where, like, he doesn't really do much. He just, like, kind of stands there, like, legs shoulder-width apart arms just kind of like at his sides but his arms moved like up and down like this and it was the like the stance when his arms were out was the perfect like pose to like, hug him for him to hug other <laughs> other toys and <laughs> and for 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 the perfect pile drive <laughs> So I would just like I would just have this like Iron Man toy grab like a Power Ranger and I would just hold it upside down and go like pile drive and just like <laughs> slam it into the dirt. Nice. Uh, so I that that oh, that was such a fun toy, and just like arms out, twist the body, just like punching, just, like yeah, get him. <laughs> I do remember my favorite toy now, fireworks. Okay, okay. Oh yeah. We uh, fireworks and army men. Um, but I feel like uh, Max and I should should discuss these things together on an episode. And maybe, I was gonna uh, say, I feel like I've heard some of this before. Oh yeah, and some uh, well, hijinks. We talk about hijinks sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Bonk. Put a pin in that. Mm-hmm. Was your favorite toy a pin by any chance? Because that would be a pretty good segue. I did actually one time when I was in maybe fourth or fifth grade. I had. Uh, it was like when I first got a wallet, like a leather wallet, and I was I kept it in my right back pocket in my jeans. I remember one time somehow a pin got put onto my bed, and I was with Brendan, and I sat on my bed, and the pin got stuck in my wallet, so that when I stood up, it looked like there was a pin in my ass. <laughs> what? <laughs> Which looked... Like the funniest shit ever to a middle schooler. Why? Why was <laughs> this is so confusing? What's confusing? Why was there a pin in the bed? Was someone like I don't sewing know. something? No, I probably just had a poster on the wall, and the poster probably fell. A down. pin or a thumbtack? Because those are two very tack. different things. A thumbtack. Okay, because I was thinking like, why is pin. there a pin? A pen. Oh yeah, a pen. No, it, it was a thumbtack. Excuse me. I, okay. You're right, Josh. It was a thumbtack, not a pin or a push pin. That's acceptable, but it has to be. You got to specify. Okay, a I'm a semantic pin. about <laughs> specifics. What is a pin? 
What's a like a like a, like a sewing like needle with yeah. a little ball, ball, ball on I default on to like oh, okay. sewing pin when, yeah. you, when I hear pin. So you have to specify safety pin, mm-hmm. push pin, golf hole pin. <laughs> it, it was a it was a thumbtack, and a th- it looked like a thumbtack was just in my ass cheek. Now that's funny, that which was funny. pretty funny, and we laughed at that for a while. Uh, but that wasn't my favorite. Story. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't remember have ever having like a favorite toy. Well, I had favorite kind of like in categories. Like I remember at one point thinking I needed a favorite like stuffed animal. Mm. Not because I really <laughs> loved a stuffed animal, but I had a friend who did and yeah. another friend and I was like, well, I should have one. I yep. did the same thing. Same. And then I realized I don't have an emotional connection to this bear. Yeah. yeah. Same. But it, it was a bunny that I called Flopsy. Oh, that's and cute. So for a, a couple of years, I pretended like I really needed to <laughs> share a bed with Flopsy the bunny. But in reality, I just wanted to be like my other friends who also had a stuffed animal that they yeah. slept with. Like I, I, you know, you just see on TV all the time, like, oh, kids love teddy bears. And I had a teddy bear, mm-hmm. but it just hung out in the attic with all the other stuffed animals that I didn't use or play with. Oh, my God. One time. Sorry. That really just brought back a visceral memory. Oh, go for it. A distant Memory, Josh. Whoa, I'll push the button. I did it. Okay, so I don't have my headphones in, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, once when I was in probably preschool, I... Cut. You should set headphones on. We're gonna I did. Sorry, I'll take it again. Okay. Sorry, I didn't have headphones on. Once when I was in preschool, I... Um, I don't remember if it was me or my older brother, but one of us ate cereal. This actually relates to our earlier conversation. We ate cereal, sugar cereal in bed, and then spilled a bunch of it on a stuffed animal. (laughs) And we got ants in our bedroom. Oh, no. (laughs) And I just remember I had like a stuffed teddy bear, and I just remember picking him up one time and being like, this is so itchy. And just there was ants all over the oh, bear. Oh no! Oh, that's wow. oh, that is freaking me out right now. I, yeah. I, oh, that is giving me the heebie-jeebies. And I mean, it was kind of weird, but at the same time, I remember my parents taking the bear out and sleeping in my bed that night. Like, it wasn't as big a deal. Whereas if now, if I found a bunch of ants in my bed, I feel like I'd be like, I'm not sleeping in my bed for a week. Mm-hmm. But I was just like, well, whatever. Yeah. Did everyone have an ant, an an ant incident? Because we definitely had an ant incident. I yep. don't remember what caused it, but I do remember just like in our kitchen, just seeing a bunch of ants, and then like I don't know where they came from, what caused it. The next thing I remember is my dad like just like caulking the the between the floor and the wall, mm. and just like going throughout the entire house and mm. just doing that. Interesting. Yeah, but we had we had a, we had a, we had an ant issue. We had like sugar ants a couple times when I was a kid, but nothing like super pesky. I do have a lot of ants at my house now outside. I've never had any ants inside, but oh my god, the ants outside are like strong little cusses because like. My uh, driveway has a bunch of cracks in it, and every year 
the like ants, you know, they're all in the cracks and they got all their homes and everything in the cracks. And I'll just like come out and sometimes there'll just be like a big chunk of concrete. It's <laughs> like the ants have fucking uprooted this big chunk of concrete. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You should pour aluminum down there. I should. Get a nice sculpture out of it. Mm-hmm. Get rid of the ants and you get a cool sculpture. I mean, I spray them, but I don't. With what? It. Uh, water. <laughs> Sugar water. <laughs> stop, stop. <laughs> now with uh, like uh, home defense, which probably doesn't really. You're making them stronger. <laughs> yeah. Or giving yourself cancer. <laughs> yeah. One of the two. Which make me stronger. Well, I don't think that's how cancer works, Joe. What? Hmm. Hmm. What's another topic that's fun? Joe, what was your favorite food growing up? Um, hard-boiled eggs, olives, pickles. Really? All I like for real? Mm-hmm. Wow, I've never really liked hard-boiled eggs. Any Were there any of that, these that you any food that a pregnant woman <laughs> might crave? <laughs> Were Were there any of these foods that you started to like? And I guess I'm I might be making an assumption. Right out of the get-go. But I feel like there were some things that I liked as a kid that I only liked because I thought, like, I'm going to be weird and like this thing. Mm. Was there anything like that for you? Like, I, I'm struggling to think of an example, but I I definitely, at, at one point in my life, was like, I'm weird, so I'm going to like weird things. No, this was all way before I would have had the capacity to have that thought. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Interesting. This was from a very early age. You just you I, just knew what you liked. Yeah. I liked hard-boiled eggs so much when I was a child that mm. I, when my dad asked me what I wanted to be when I grew up, or maybe it was my grandma, I told them I wanted to be a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> Did you? Is that a real thing? Yeah, that's what I, I well, thought you that, just said that at one point, like as a joke. You thought that I made up that story as a joke? <laughs> no. I thought that you just said that like like I thought there was some weird um I was a really funny 3-year-old. I had, that, I mean honestly you were if you said bit. that. <laughs> yeah. No, I it was not, not in not a joke. It wasn't a joke. <laughs> it's what I want to be and it's just not normalized yet, but soon you won't be laughing at me. There'll be thousands of us that. <laughs> have we sat on the podcast, uh, the gift that Josh got you? I don't believe we have. I think we should. I think you should say it. It's great. It's really, really tickles me. I made the comment. I think it was just because I think about that a lot of like, oh, that was a fun thing that happened mm-hmm. when I was a child. Um and so in, like, kind of just a passing thing, which I was a little like, I don't know if I should say this because it's kind of weird, but it's really been on my mind since I drove over here and was thinking it. I was, like, driving into town to hang out at some, like, barbecue or something, and I just saw someone with a, like, you know, one of those, uh, not a vanity plate, but it's just the, the frame. Thing, the frame that goes around it. And it wasn't even, like, a I'd rather be Vanity plate, but it made me think of those I'd rather be vanity plates. And I was like, it'd be really funny if, like, I'm surprised that there's not more I'd rather be in than just something, like, funny that, because it's always like, I'd rather be fishing or I'd rather be whatever. (laughs) Which is hilarious. Yeah. And I was like, I'd rather be a (laughs) hard-boiled, (laughs) or, yeah, I'd rather be a hard-boiled egg. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I just mentioned it in pass, like, yeah, kind of in passing it, like the barbecue. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that didn't really get much of a response. I feel kind of embarrassed <laughs> for saying that, but I think it's really funny. Well, Joe, I will and say then, you whispered it to yourself <laughs> quietly <laughs> when other people were talking. And we all said, what? And you said, nothing. <laughs> But then, lo and behold, at my birthday, I opened a gift from Josh, who kept saying, oh, I'm really excited. I can't wait for you to open your gift. And I was like, man, what could Josh possibly have got me? And it was exactly that thing. And it was the best gift that I've ever received. There it is, emblazoned on the back of his vehicle. Mm -hmm. It it always brings me a lot of joy whenever I, like, see your car out and I think, is that Joe's car? And then I see your license plate. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's Joe. (laughs) It's led me to kind of want to get a vanity license plate because another thing that I think is really funny is using A when Anne should be used. <laughs> you especially want to say a egg? I wanted to say a egg because <laughs> that's a very funny a combination. Egg. A egg. A egg. I want to be a egg. <laughs> <laughs> So that I've been playing Forza Horizon Five recently, <laughs> which is a, a racing game, and uh, you your can customize plate? your license plate. That's what my <laughs> license plate. Says. That's really funny. On the uh, going going back a little bit to the topic of just like food, are there any foods that either of you ate a lot as a kid, but you haven't eaten in years? For me, it's. Vienna sausages. Oh wow! Mm. Loved Vienna sausages, just right out of the can. And the other one is uh, pate. Oh, pate? Wow. Yeah. My mom would buy it, and I would just put it on buttered toast. Wow. Absolutely wow. delicious. Wait, what, what kind of pate? Bougie little kid. I don't know. Like, whatever comes in the can at the store. Like a beef pate? I have no I idea. pate had to be duck. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I don't never know. Had. I'm going to look up pate right now and see if there is a accepted just I, like. I think it's just like a, it's the. It, um, it might have to it's be It's just the duck. form. Because you thought, could have like a, like a duck liver pate. I thought it was, like, I thought pate was specifically liver. Okay, here we go. Pate is a paste, mm-hmm. pie, or loaf filled with a force meat. Common force meats include ground meat from pork, poultry, fish, or beef. They didn't even mention duck. Uh, duck is poultry, Joe. Huh. Oh! Well, in my book. Well, oh. I don't... I'll see if I can find what can of pate my mom would buy. I really thought mm. pate was just only duck until right now. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Sound, I mean... Yeah, I've never had it, but I definitely would try it. I think I have some like liver pate in my pantry right now that I bought in an Asian grocery store. Mm. But I'm a little scared to try it. I'll try it with you if you yeah, want. Yeah, I, I mean it was it was definitely some kind of liver pate. Mm. Um, yeah, just spread that on toast. Ooh, so good, right? Ooh, Vienna sausages right out of the can. Mm, delicious. But I, I haven't eaten either of those things probably since I was nine. Yeah. It's been a very long time since I've eaten either of those. I'm trying to think. There there are for sure things 
that I didn't eat. Oh, you, Josh, you got real excited. No, I found I found what it was. It's uh, it's it's cells liver pate. Ooh. I did find the can. Does uh, it say what kind of liver? It doesn't. This is linking to a grocery store website. So let's see if we can find out what it's made out of. Let's check the listing here on Amazon, which they are out of stock. Mm. <laughs> Fucking supply chains. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is pork. Okay. Mm. According to this listing, it is pork liver. What is liver like the one that tastes kind of like blood? Yeah. Yeah. It's very irony. Mm. I remember my grandpa loved to eat liver, and I remember him giving me a piece of liver one time as a kid, and I. I didn't hate it. Here's I don't. It wasn't my favorite, but I didn't hate it. I'm not a fan of just liver, though. Right. Oh, of course. It's it's a weird, weird thing to eat. It is a very weird thing to eat, but when it's mashed up and mixed with other kinds just of tons fats, of salt, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, delicious. <laughs> the one food that I used to eat a lot when I was a kid that I don't eat a lot anymore is Easy Mac. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah. Easy Mac, yeah, I totally, I always forget about Easy like Mac. Like in the little cups? Yeah. Yeah. There, I feel like there was one in the little cups, but the one that I usually made was like, it came in kind of a packet thing, and I would make it in the microwave, and I just remember it being like, uh, like thinking of it now, it's like, God, that is so disgusting. But the like powder that you would put in it, I don't know if it was like, you were supposed to put milk in, and I just didn't have milk, so I used water or, like, what it was. but Or if I just didn't use enough liquid. And so I would make it and, like, mix it together, but it would still be kind of, like, patch, like the powder hadn't completely dissolved. So you'd just oh. get kind of, like, oh, chunks get of chunk. powder. Oh, that's, and I ugh. was like, this is how I like it. <laughs> like, oh, God. Oh. But, I mean, my mom... Um, cause I like just lived with my mom for the majority of the year and like, you know, she would work, um, all day. So like I'd be home, you know, after school and would have to, you know, just make my own food or whatever. And she didn't really like cook a lot or anything. So it was a lot of just like ramen noodles and easy Mac and stuff. So I would have easy Mac like every day and I'll, like usually like two servings of it and it's like that's what I subsided on and it was I will say two servings Ugh. of Easy Mac is not that much food. No. No, not it's it's like just like a teeny little cup. It's how I preserve my physique. Physique. <laughs> <laughs> I still to this day don't really eat much. Like I'll usually just have like one and a half meals a day. Uh, maybe two if you like if I combine my Morning muffin with my uh, Your evening dinner <laughs> with my midnight cheese. That makes up like two meals. <laughs> but when I do, whenever I go on like vacation or something, that's when I'm like, I'm going to eat three meals a day and I'm going to eat so much food and it's always so good. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever got the box craft macaroni and cheese and it it was a themed one, so it was it was oh. either it was either SpongeBob or Scooby Doo. I can't remember. Mm, mm-hmm. But first time I ever had 
Kraft mac and cheese. I think before that, like, I we weren't really a mac and cheese household. Mm. It was very rarely in our house. And when we did get it, it might have just been from, like, the grocery store deli or I would eat it at school. So that was kind of, like, what my baseline was for what mac and cheese was or is. And I remember the first time getting it, I was, like, so excited. Oh, my God, I'm finally going to eat brand name Kraft mac and cheese. Maybe... I or my mom or someone made it wrong. It was awful. Really? I just remember it was, and it it was the pasta. Oh, it was like it was disgusting. Was it like undercooked? It it was I it it was definitely undercooked. That uh-huh. was part of it, but also just like the taste of it, and like some of it, I think was like the I just didn't like the cheese powder. I don't know, but it it put me off from like boxed macaroni and cheese for so long. Wow, and then and then I had like the little cups. It's the easy, the easy mac, the easy mac, and then I was like, wait, this is great. So I don't know what. Interesting. The the like shaped ones is very commonly known fact that the shaped easy or not easy mac, but macaroni and cheese, Kraft macaroni and cheese is the better ones because then it gets into all the little crevices and everything, and it's more fun. It is, Uh and, and you can. Take out all the your favorite characters from Scooby Doo. Be like, oh, I'm eating Freddy, but no, I'm not gonna eat uh, Shaggy. Or Just you kidding. take out your you eat Shaggy's the characters you, that you don't like, and then you keep you take out the characters that you do like and put them in a jar and keep them <laughs> by your bed and, so and you eat can them. look at them. Yeah, with your cheese meal every <laughs> night. Have conversations but, with them. Yeah, those ones are good. Um, I remember like. When we were getting them, they still had like Flintstones shapes. It was like Ooh. Flintstones or Scooby Doo. Mm. It was uh, it was back in the fifties. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, eating Kraft macaroni and cheese again as an adult, yeah, it's not good. Uh, it's rough to eat that. It it is a lot. It's very rich and salty now mm-hmm. as, as an adult. Yeah, but I I remember my parents would often try to put like other nutrients in the mac and cheese, and we were always buying generic mm-hmm. um, a lot of the time. Which to this day, no, I stand by generic no. mac and cheese. Nah, Mm-mm. brand name I gotta be brand name. Anyway, um, they would put peas in it mm. when oh! I was growing up, which. Talk about fucking ruining a meal for a child. Oh, <laughs> peas. Yeah, it was gross. I would get so upset. Did and they at least put hot dogs in it? No. We At my house, we never put hot dogs in the mac and cheese. Mm. Put peas in there, sometimes ground beef, which was okay. That's better. Oh, that, yeah. That's a little but better. But still, I preferred the regular. Um, and then sometimes, I want to say we put tuna in with mac oh, and cheese. Oh, God. <laughs> no. But, I mean, we just, my parents were just definitely like, well, we can't just have this because this is just garbage. <laughs> we need to have some other nutrients. You gotta put something in. in. Yeah, Mom. and I get that now that I'm like, oh, they were just putting in like the leanest ground beef they could find, or t- a can yeah. of tuna, or a ninety-four why, cent. Bag why of mix peas. it though? Have, just have them be separate. Yeah, because otherwise we wouldn't need it. You're gonna uh, pick around the peas. Yeah, but it's. I mean, at like. Three year or four years old, I, I I can't. I don't have that motor control. <laughs> what they should have done is gotten like uh, 
broccoli or something where a good vegetable. Yeah, so, but like cut up the like the tree parts of it so that and then you get the shapes. And so all those tiny little like pieces of the tree part, they get stuck in between oh, the shapes yeah. and then you can't pick them out. That's true. It's kind of like a, like when you uh, there's like a dip or something where you can just see like little broccoli flecks in mm-hmm. there. Something yeah. like that. Much more palatable. You guys should go talk to my parents in 1997. <laughs> <laughs> At some point, my mom started putting carrots in the spaghetti sauce. Ooh. Hmm. I don't understand why. It doesn't do anything. In it. No. Probably nutrients. Mm. But why change it after so many years? I mean, you got to get that carrot so soggy to have it in a spaghetti. It was I strange. I, I, like I see why like, you might try to just like, no matter what, be like, I'm feeding my kids vegetables, whether it's fucking doing anything or not. I don't, if it was a white sauce, that could be good. I mean, I don't I don't even know if that was the justification for it. One day I just noticed that there's carrots in the spaghetti. I was like, what the fuck is this? What are we doing here? What kind of household is this? What's going on? You sat your parents down. <laughs> You're like, hey, what's what going on? What, what kind of household is this? <laughs> there are carrots in the spaghetti. What? What changed? See, I feel like an interesting part of having two brothers that I would eat with is that, like, you always had to be, like, making a name for yourself, so to speak. Like, you had to be, like, like setting aside your individuality. So I remember if Clark loved something, my older brother, I would be like, (laughs) I hate this. (laughs) Just to, like, even if I actually really liked it, I would just try to be like, I'm different. I don't mm. like this. Yeah. And so I think there are probably things that Clark really liked as a kid that I said I hated. And now to this day, I still don't like them because mm. he really liked Wait, what's them an example? Peas. Hmm. Oh. He loved peas. I mean, I- I didn't like peas. I still don't like peas to this day, but I don't know how much of that is psychological. I mean, I'll give that to you. I don't- I, Peas are gross. They're bad. They're like bitter them. and- Bitter. They're bitter. Bad. No. I love the text- Brussels sprouts it's and really broccoli. It's really just the texture. The texture of peas is- Awful. Frozen peas, good. Uh, peas in a pod, not as good. Too crunchy. Wow, I like peas in a pod better than frozen peas. Mm. And I still don't love them, but like, I mean, if, if I'm dipping them in like some ranch or like hummus where I can just basically oh, yeah. block out the fact that I'm eating them, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. Did you guys ever have the like TV dinners with penguin on them kid cuisine oh hell yes i did this this actually brings to me brings to mind the uh the food that i ate all the time as a kid but don't need more was tv dinners oh yeah i'm sure i brought this up when we did our tv dinners patreon episode Mm -hmm. but as a middle schooler i would eat so many swanson or swenson swanson swenson i feel like there was a swenson's i think there is a swenson but there is also swanson oh Oh, and then there's Swan, Schwan. Schwan? Oh, it definitely wasn't Schwan. I wasn't getting the Schwan's truck delivered. <laughs> that would have been bonkers. But the the Swanson chicken pot pies and the Swanson TV dinners, I would eat a ton of. Mm-hmm. And they would often have corn or peas, and I never ate either of them. Huh. Just the potatoes and the protein. I just remember the like brownies being like, oh. Brownie, and they're the worst fucking brownies you've ever had. In your I life. loved them, even though they were terrible. The worst but texture. They would be, yeah, it would be like awful. It would be like one square inch 
if that that was like edible and the rest would just be like all like burnt and crusted. <laughs> yeah, to the plastic. so hard. I remember and then using be a, bunch a steak of corn knife. in it. Yeah, to try to like carve it out. <laughs> yeah, try and, and get it out of there. No yeah. matter what, it tasted like everything else in the TV dinner. <laughs> yeah. But it was also ninety eight cents for like. Four Can't argue them. with the mm-hmm. price. Yeah. Yeah, I when I was um, when I went to first went to college. And I was living in Phoenix and had just like absolutely no money. Um, I would buy the Marie Callender's like TV dinner things because they were like a fancy. They were like a step up and like twenty cents more than like a Swanson or whatever like TV dinner. And they're still awful, and they still do the thing where like. It all like crusts on like the sides and everything, mm-hmm. but then like I'm so hungry that I'm like you know chipping away at that <laughs> crust stuff, and I'm like I gotta get every bite. Um, and uh, yeah, so Marie Callender's and man, if you love Marie Callender's TV dinners, I got a really good surprise for you. They make restaurants of Marie Callender's. Which I know that the restaurants came first. At least I assume so. But they got restaurants where you can go in and sit down and eat that bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) They had one in Phoenix and it was like one of the only restaurants like by our house. And it was, well, it wasn't one of the only restaurants by our house. But for some reason it was the only one that I felt like safe going to. Because we lived in like a bad neighborhood in Phoenix and uh but it was just like such a weird restaurant to have in a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. <laughs> so like one of the whitest like other than cracker barrel like it's right below <laughs> cracker barrel like it's so below just... cracker barrel i've never been to one like but... cracker, never been barrel... To cracker barrel i've never been to marie calendars oh. i've been to cracker barrel yeah cracker barrel is the whitest restaurant and marie calendars is the second whitest restaurant at least from the restaurants that I've been to, mm, both of which were in Phoenix. <laughs> and uh, Cracker Barrel wins because it was the, uh, like, Phoenix is a very, like, um, what's the word? Like, you know, there's a lot of different, like, ethnicities and diverse. stuff. Diverse? Yeah, it's diverse. There's a lot of different mm-hmm. ethnicities and uh, Phoenix is like a lot of um, like Hispanic and like black people there. And Cracker Barrel was like the only restaurant that I ever went to the whole time there where it was like, there's maybe one group here that is <laughs> just the it whitest like, people you've It was ever like met. so apparent. <laughs> it, was, it was just crazy because like, yeah, the neighborhood that like we lived in everything, like we were the minorities. And, and so it was like going to this Cracker Barrel was just like, wow, this is like crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I think you could skip Marie Callender's if, uh, if that's on your bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> I do... I like to go to, I mean, it's as stupid as it sounds. I like to go to chains that uh, I don't, we don't have in Montana. It's fun experiencing new food. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if, if I saw Marie Callender's, I don't know if it would make the cut. I don't know. If I, I wouldn't would want, I don't, I don't need, there's other restaurants that I would go to 
many I mean, I, before I, I would go to I always Marie calendars. try to go to the local ones first, like especially like interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. Or even just like local diners, like a fucking diners are great. I love a good diner. Uh, I can't even think of like any chain restaurants that I haven't been to that are like, ooh, got to go there. What? Like I, I, so when PJ and I went to Nashville this most recent time, we, we took a lot of, uh, Lyft and Uber drivers and took at, them to dinner. Because yeah, <laughs> they were like, Hey, we appreciate your service, which a lot of them do do a good job. I genuinely appreciate them. But, uh, there was one specific Lyft driver that we had who, it, it must've been like a 15 minute car ride where all he did was ask us about different fast food chains and if we had them in Montana. (laughs) (laughs) And so he just would like literally go through like a list and 50% of them we had uh, and 50% we did not have. Wow. And the one that sticks out in my mind that I had never heard of before was a seafood restaurant called Captain D's. Hmm. Captain D's nuts? Well, I thought I was like, this guy just fucking with us. (laughs) He was like, "You, you go to Captain D's? And we were like, no, I don't think I've ever heard of that. And then like part of me was like, it, I think he was trying to like goad us into asking, what's that? And then he would say like, Captain D's nuts. But we sure enough, we drove past a million Captain D's restaurants. Wow, it must be regional then. I think so, because there were so never many heard of, of them. But I had never heard of it, and I've never been there. It, and we didn't go because PJ doesn't like <laughs> any food that's not... <laughs> Chicken strips. Chicken strips. So. <laughs> How far is Nashville from the coast? It's uh not super close, I don't think. Yeah. I think it's like one state away though, right? You got it's like yeah. it's like a Carolina away from the ocean, isn't it? It could be. I I I don't think it's I don't think it's tremendously no far idea. from it's, the ocean. I think that's their In our case it might as well be on the ocean coast, but I think they would say they're not close to it. Hmm. I think that's on their license plate. You're just a Carolina away from the <laughs> coast. Uh, oh, there was Long John Silver's. Oh, yeah. That's a restaurant that never I've been to that. Never been to. And I definitely don't want to, I, I don't do. think. I would go there. Except that Wayne Coyne used to work there. So Wayne Coyne? Yeah. Or Wayne Cohn. Wayne Cohn? Wayne Cohen. Wayne Cohen. I'm just saying what you're saying. <laughs> he's, he's the guy from uh, The Flaming Lips. Uh, and then famously worked at Long John Silver's. <laughs> Everybody knows that about yeah. him. Didn't Chris Pratt work out of Long John Silver's? There's... Chris Pratt worked at some fast food restaurant. I don't remember what it was. It could be that. Oh, Waffle House. That's the other one. Oh, I love Waffle House. Waffle House is oh, great. I've never been. No. It's just like... If there was a diner, that's open all the time, and yeah. it's the same everywhere, but also a little scary. Like Denny's. Yeah. Hmm. Guys, we fell back into talking about chain restaurants again. Oh, no. Oh, Josh God. and I can't help but do that every fucking episode, <laughs> which I love. I'm not mad about it at it's all. A, it's a universal thing. Mm-hmm. We just really it. wish that we were the Doughboys. If we rip them off enough, we might be able to go on their show. Yeah. Speaking of universal things, if you haven't, you should totally go over to patreon.com slash nostalgia entertainment system and become a patron. 
patron, patron, patron. So you can hear about other universal things that Paul talked about. Like, we're all star stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. I was really wondering how you were going to connect that. (laughs) Well, you can't do that, but don't don't go to that website. (laughs) Go to patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Yes, and I know this because I'm the producer. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) Oh, man. Well, I don't know. Do you have much to talk about here? Uh, I feel like we should do one more thing. One more thing. Yeah, Josh, right. you got that Would You Rather book? I do. Should we do... Do, well, do you have a different idea? I don't. Should we do a little bit of Zabmando before we close out the show? I think so. That's a fan favorite. Mm-hmm. Every fucking week, people call me, they stop me on the street, and they say, Paul, Paul, when are you going to do more Zabmando? And I say, What? And then they're like, the Would You Rather book. And I re- I remember then. And I say, oh, I don't know. Paul and I did a couple Zabmondos. On the way over to yeah, the San Juan Islands. Yeah, we came up with our own Zabmondos. Mm-hmm. Which is honestly a bit that I stole from Comedy Bang Bang. I know. Yeah. But it's a fun game to play. I didn't want to tell you, but I knew that you stole it the whole time. <laughs> but <clears throat> we couldn't decide what category to file it under. Good, best, <laughs> funny, hard, funny. Uh, all right. Would we like to do, would you like to pick your poison or go random? <gasps> random. Random, please. Oh, my God. We're Who so... would like to go first? Joe. Oh, my God. Paul, we're so random. <laughs> Joe. Yep. Would you rather have to watch with your friends a video. <laughs> I think we should skip this one. Wait, Too racy. please say it. I a video say it. of every argument you've had with your siblings. Uh, yeah, we should probably skip that. <laughs> Let's try that again. For those that don't know, Joe is an only child, much like myself. Hey. Uh, here we go. Joe, would you rather, after a 10-mile run, have to drink a gallon of hot coffee or a, ga- a half gallon of cream um one gallon of coffee or a half gallon of cream so i have to run 10 miles you have to run 10 miles Mm. and let's say you do it Mm -hmm. let's give you the benefit of the doubt you've done it i'd drink half a gallon of cream because i'm gonna go to bed anyway and cream's gonna help me with that like it's just gonna (laughs) yeah I don't want to have a heart attack. A gallon of coffee? A gallon of hot coffee. That's a lot of coffee. That's a lot of coffee. I only have like two cups of coffee in a day. How much is two cups of coffee, Paul? That's three gallons, John. Oh, well, I'd do the coffee then. <laughs> that's one yeah. mountain. Two cups of coffee <laughs> That's would be... one mountain dew rise. <laughs> yeah. Two cups of coffee would be 16 ounces. Mm-hmm. So that means you could have... My cups run a little small. 16 cups of coffee. <laughs> oh my in a gallon. Jesus. That's a gallon. Right. And probably cups. more because I probably use a pretty less, small cups. Because of the head on the coffee. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cream. Plus, I'm already going to – if I drink <clears> – <throat> 
a gallon of coffee, I'm going to have to drink a gallon of cream alongside of it anyway. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Paul, what's your response? Um, Initially, I wanted to say the coffee because I hadn't done the math and I was thinking like, well, I, I normally when I go for a run, I will have coffee afterwards. But that's in addition to water um, and some food. But thinking about it, um, half a gallon of cream would likely at least be cold. And also, it's got some protein in there. Um, and even though I am lactose intolerant, I think I would rather, because coffee is going to make me poop too. I'd rather have a bad milk poop than a good coffee poop from a gallon of coffee rather than half a gallon of cream. So I'm going to go with the half gallon of cream as well. I would agree with that. I think the the mental effects of having to drink a gallon of coffee, I, ooh, it would just, I would, I would have to die. Yeah, I, I, I think the, the coffee would fuck you up mentally for longer than the cream would even just in general. I think it legitimately might kill you. Probably. A gallon of coffee? A ga- after running 10 miles? Oh, no, I don't think so. I think, I mean, Josh and I did the energy drink episode last, this most recent week, mm. and there is so much fucked up caffeine in those that apparently just people, people just drink it. I don't think it would kill you. I think it would hurt but you. kids do die from that. Well, That's true. But you're not a child. I'm a child at heart. I'm a, yeah, this, <laughs> I have the heart. I have the heart of a child. <laughs> You've got a hummingbird it's, heart. Yeah, yeah, it was transplanted. For, <laughs> <laughs> you have to constantly move, or else you'll die. Mm-hmm. You know, you've had too much coffee when you answer the door before people knock. Oh God, I've fucking done that. You grind your coffee beans in your mouth. <gasps> oh, I fucking done that. You can type 60 words per minute with your feet. With your fingers. That's ridiculous. You, That's too silly. You don't sweat. You percolate. Whoa. <gasps> That's called the bends. <laughs> you have to stay in shape. My grandmother, she started walking five miles a day when she was 60. She's 97 today, and we don't know where the hell she is. Oh, Ellen funny. DeGeneres. <laughs> oh, that was a good joke, Ellen. Uh, Paul, would you like to pick your poison or go random? Random. Paul, would you rather, if your life depended on victory, have to run a 100-yard race against a sixth grader or against your own 11-year-old dog? Hmm. Wait, what was the first part? If your life depended on victory. I see. This is a squid game. So a hundred yard race, that's about three hundred feet. That's a football field. Sure. I'm trying to think breed? of the eleven year old dogs that I've had. What, most of whom What breed of dog? Well, I'm thinking of my own dogs. It says your oh, own okay. dog. So let's uh let's fast forward like seven years. Well, am I thinking of my dog currently that I have or dogs that I have had that were let's, eleven? Let's do your dog as if she was eleven. Oh, that's tough. Because she's pretty quick. Mm, that's what makes this so. Would you rather? I mean, it doesn't give me rules for what I can do to my 11-year-old self. No, wait. No, sorry. It's just a regular sixth grader? Yeah, just against a sixth oh, grader. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'll just push the sixth grader down what and run. What breed of sixth grader? 
Mm, I don't like jock. that you're asking the breed of a person. <laughs> I know. Jock. It's a jock. Uh-huh. I will push the jock down because 11-year-olds are tiny and that I will easily beat him in a race. So that is what I will choose. Okay. Because my dog could very well beat me. Now Does she the loser could. die? I feel like that It says your life depends on it, so I'm assuming so. Okay, so And I'd rather, rather kill a child kill... than my dog. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Joe, what's your answer? Uh, ooh, well, I don't have a dog, but the last dog that I had was a pug. <laughs> so I pick the dog because I'm pretty sure I could beat an 11-year-old pug. That's mm. definitely true. Yeah. Uh, I would also pick the sixth grader. I think I could outrun a sixth grader, maybe. Well, especially in like a straightforward race. Yeah. Wait, sixth grade? I don't know. They're getting, they're eleven. They're getting up there and like their legs are. They have more energy. They have shorter legs. But I think it evens out to like. Well, that's why you push them over. Mm. Like it, it doesn't say you can't do that. Mm. I'm gonna tackle this sucker and. Fucking beat them up. You just put. I, I. You don't even have to tackle. You just push them. Yeah. All right. It's not very nice. No, it's not. But I mean, it's life or death, Joe. Yeah. Haikus by Urkov. It is easier to, or is it easier to tackle a twelve-year-old than a Labrador? Many See, years. They're going train- the same way that I did. Many years training, instruction, classes, books, schools. Will your choice come? Sit. This sounds kind of racist. I don't I don't know who Michael Urkov is, but your haikus suck. Yeah. The heaviest dog on record was a St. Bernard <laughs> that weighed 310 pounds. I don't know why it's even telling us that. Because the other question was about a dog. Well, yeah, but that doesn't have any bearing on a race. Uh, yeah, it does. If dog. it's a heavy dog, he's probably going to be It should tell us who the heaviest sixth grader is then, too. <laughs> it really should. <laughs> the fattest sixth grader ever was... All right, who wants to... To ask you? I'll yeah. read. Joe, oh, Joe you do it. Read. No, I was just going to grab it if you didn't want to, but Joe's got this. <clears throat> what do you want? You want rando? Do you want to be so random? I want to be... Or do uh, you want to... I want to be the... uh, an elephant. Oh. <laughs> so fucking random. Shit, oh, dude. fuck. Oh, God. This stuff is so messed up. <laughs> have, it, have you done the first one yet? I don't know. Probably not. Do you have it on the top of your head? Is it like stuck in your mind? I kind of remember thinking that it wasn't good. It's I don't think you got it because it's a pretty good one. Okay. Would you rather chew on a wild rat's severed tail for half an hour or thoroughly brush your teeth with a toothbrush from a prison's community toothbrush bowl? Oh, community <laughs> toothbrush thought, bowl? What kind of prisons are these? That doesn't really even make sense. Is that, does that mean that there's multiple toothbrushes in this bowl? Yeah. When I first glanced at it, I thought it was like a toothbrush from a uh, prison's community toilet bowl, but it's a <laughs> toothbrush bowl. Hmm. Oh, you know, actually, you know what? I'm going to pick the rat. Rats are clean. Mice are what's disgusting. But a rat is a very clean, intelligent animal. And I don't want to share. It's one rat as opposed to, like, however many communal people are brushing their teeth. I'm picking the rat. Yeah. 
I think I'd go with that because, God, I hate brushing my teeth. How long do you brush your teeth? Is just thoroughly? Yeah. Thoroughly brush your teeth with a toothbrush from a prison. Honestly, like, if, yeah, if a, a rat's tail was clean, it might be kind of fun to chew on it for a while. I mean, if you can specify that the rat's tail is going to be clean, then I'm going to specify that the prison toothbrush is clean. No. Why not? Because I said so. <laughs> I think the toothbrush would be better. Because I mean, I really don't like the idea of sharing a toothbrush with anybody, but I mean, even a clean rat is still going to be crawling around in the sewer. Yeah, also like I half an hour true. opposed to like two minutes, five minutes, yeah, or even five like minutes, 40, well, I mean, forty-five like, seconds too. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't know how long thoroughly well, is. I guess it'd hmm. be, yeah, maybe it's two minutes. Maybe I was thinking of four because I always thought those, uh, like when the electric toothbrushes first came out, it would like buzz every minute, and it's like switch. Oh yeah, mine does that. Yeah, mine. I think it does it every that's thirty like, seconds. Yeah, that's that, what mine that does. So I think it's more. two minutes. I yeah. think. You yeah, know, I'm going to big... change my answer. I eh, yeah, I didn't really think about the time. That's a big time difference. Yeah. Also, like it's just like toothpaste and yeah. If, there's going to be toothpaste these people, present. These these prisoners are theoretically, if they're using a toothbrush, they're using it every day. It's going to be pretty clean. And it's a prison's community toothbrush. So it's not like it's a toothbrush that's been used by every prisoner. It's just the ones that don't have one, their own. It's one prisoner's toothbrush. Yeah, well, so they probably so they probably have yeah. their own section. Yeah. So they they probably have their own system for keeping them organized. So you're probably getting either one person's toothbrush or maybe even a new one. And it would be one thing too if there's some unanswered questions here, like. How soon after someone else in the prison used it do you have to use it? Did they have bloody gums? Oh, that's a good do point. Do you have bloody gums? Mm. No, I don't. I feel like if somebody in the prison is not is using a toothbrush, they probably have pretty good dental hygiene. Yeah. Well, you can still have gingivitis and like brush your teeth. Well, that that is true. You could, but I don't think you would. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sticking with the toothbrush. I, I'm going to switch to the toothbrush. Yeah. You've all made compelling arguments. Would it change your mind if I said in the ni- in the 1300s, rats carrying deadly fleas on their tails behind their ears and all over brought the Black Plague to Europe, killing two-thirds of the continent's population? I got to switch back. <laughs> Isn't that a myth? Oh, uh, well, then I don't would know. I convince you to switch Back to your prior answer again, if I said that the toothbrush was invented in prison in 1770, London prison William, London prisoner William Addis attached some bristles to a bone and invented the toothbrush. When released, he started the toothbrush business that was immediately successful. boy, William. <laughs> I like that it glosses over that it was attached to a bone. <laughs> Like, did he fucking kill somebody and steal, like, their fucking where, yeah, tibia? Where get the bone? Chicken bone. Yeah. Well, it's a human bone. He, they use bristle pretty lightly. It's a yeah, man. It could fuck? be somebody's eyelashes. Where did he get yeah, the bristles? Yeah, someone's mustache. <laughs> yeah, what? Chopped that off and just stuck him in a stuck him in his little finger bone. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take your mustache. I'm going to attach it to your tibia. I'm going to use it to clean my fucking chompers. How did he attach them? Gorilla glue. <laughs> that was a good. It was a tape. It was an animal prison. 
Well, that was Zubmondo. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And that was our first episode of Ask Joe. Ask Joe. Member. Member with Joe. If uh, if there are any questions you would like to ask Joe, you can send those to us over on Twitter and Instagram at NES underscore pod, or you can send us an email to nostalgia system podcast at gmail.com. Uh, and of course, support for the show can be given on my favorite website, patreon.com slash NES underscore pod, where for just $3 a month, you get access to the Cumshaw, a bonus episode every single week. Joe is a part of it. Joe is privy to all of these special episodes tailored just for him. And all these weird references we make. And he Max. knows what we're talking about. And I share with Max now. And Max and also Max, does that. two of our best listeners. And I'll say it, our best friends. Yeah. The people I like the most in this whole world. Ooh. Would you like to be a part of this club? Well, you can do so on patreon.com slash NES underscore pod. Joe, is there anything that you would like to plug? Mm-hmm. Not Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know. You are anti-plugging Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. You are saying don't, don't go to Thanksgiving. Don't check out Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, I'm on Instagram at Mage. H-O-O-D-Y-M-A-G-E. Um, and then I have a cooking show, but I haven't been doing much with it. But It's called Cooking Up Something Good. I think I'm going to change the name, though. I like that name. I know, but it's just hard to find. And I thought of a better one that is not as hard to find, and I'm surprised that no one has taken it yet. Joe's Cooking Show yes. 2021. Yes. <laughs> I'm not going to say it here because I don't want anyone to steal it from me. Ooh. Good call. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's it. All right. Paul, is there anything you'd like to plug? Uh, yes, Josh. I would like to once again plug uh, my own little plug channel called Paul Plugs For You at gmail.com. That is P A U L P L U G S number four letter U at gmail.com, where if you want me to plug something in this, Email me there, and I'll plug it for you. But you have to pay me. <laughs> you don't. It's free. No, wow, you, it's free. I, I do use discretion. If you plug some weird shit, I might not plug it. But for the most part, let's plug whatever you want. Wow. There Other you go. Other than that, I got nothing. You got something to plug? Email Paul. Um, as for me, it's uh, it's craft season coming up. Uh, December 4th and 5th, I will be in Helena, Montana for Maid Fair. Uh, December 12, Missoula, Montana, Made Fair at the Adams Center. And December 19, I will be at Dram Shop Central for their craft pop-up. Look for Daruma Party. That is my business name. Uh, I've got prints. I've got stickers. I've got pins. Uh, my girlfriend is also sharing a booth with me, and she's got stained glass stuff. Uh, come get uh, some crap for your relatives for the holidays. That's really what this is for. Uh, all at a reasonable price. Who knows? I might even have some uh, podcast stickers. <gasps> I've been thinking about making some. Uh-huh. So if you want a podcast sticker, you can also get those at any of those places on any of those dates. Uh-huh. And if you don't get them afterwards, I'll probably put them up on my store. Uh-huh. I don't know yet. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. Mm. Uh, that's it. 
Thank you to Moonraker Music for composing our theme song, Scan Lines. You can find them on the internet. In- internet. Oh, you can find them on the internet at Moonraker Music. That's Moon, R-A-Y-K-E-R. Polio, what is the next episodio? I think every time I say it, it makes it not come true. So I'm going to say, I don't know. You're right. We'll see you then, everybody. Nostalgia Entertainment System, brought to you by listeners like Joe.